Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to Weaves and Waves. And yep, driving around in my van again. So, today is the April 30th. Now, traditionally, it is a dark day for me. And I've noticed it's a quite a... It's part of the Freemason calendar. It's a part of the human calendar. And it's like, okay, the light hits on Beltane. And this is like the darkest before the dawn, if you like. So I think Beltane is on the 5th, but everybody's kind of like centered on May Day. And it's tomorrow. And yeah, Beltane, I will be celebrating Beltane with a group of people, I'm hoping. So that would be good. Um, but today is like... It's like when the tide retreats. Now that could be a good thing or a bad thing for a lot of people. The tide is like retreating and I, I often like the dark moons because there's less, less emotional. So there's less emotional stuff going on. So it's like, well, there's no moon to trigger. But right now there's no tide to trigger. So you kind of have the free will to make choices. And yeah, human calendars are fucked up basically. They were all screwed up. The Gregorian calendar is just a mess and they just slotted days in for political reasons and bank holiday reasons and stuff. So paying attention directly to the calendar is daft. So we've just had the full moon so that basically we're now in a waning moon. So that I, I pay far more attention to. But you've also got the cross-quartering of the sun and the moon. And those days are tidal to me. So in other words, light into dark, dark into light. Everything's balanced, everything's ever-changing, everything's always moving. So the festival of Beltane is in the Northern Hemisphere. So you've obviously got sort of Halloween on the other side. Um, but the Beltane is a fire festival, so it's light. So we're having a burst and a flare off into light. And the spring maidens and the earth mother and the fertility gods and goddesses. Yes, the fertility gods, of course it is. We've got a maypole. If that isn't phallic, what is? We're going to decorate the maypole with all the maidens dance around it with ribbons in their hair and wrapping ribbons around their big pole. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, big fertility ritual. And it's also purification. This is it, letting go of the past, moving on, purifying your animals, purifying children, purifying your homes, smudging, bringing in light, because, yeah, in the olden days they used to light fires and jump over them, and it was also fertility, but it's also purification of the animals. You have two fires and you drive your cattle in between them so that it keeps them whole and healthy. Um, All of these are old rituals, and they have um, a lot of impact on our old it's like an archetypal mind or our ancestral mind, subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is still part of us. And the fact that we don't do these rituals anymore is, is something that is a shame because they were overt. Our rituals these days are a little bit less so. You just come in and flump in front of the television and watch the news. You know, daft rituals. Whereas actually marking the days of the tidal changes and I I feel as a pagan I feel is quite important 
so it's it's going to be a fun time. Um, I'm reminded of, whew, must have been over 20 years ago, I jumped over a bell tape bonfire and yes, my baby, <laughs> I had a baby not so long afterwards, well, a good nine, ten months afterwards, but it was still to me, she was a Beltane baby. Um, she was a god child, <laughs> a child created by the gods. So it's, it's, it's all these myths and legends and you can pay attention to them or not as the case may be. But it's getting reconnecting, reconnecting with the past, reconnecting with the future, with your past self, with your future self, and being present. Oh, grounding, grounding and being present. Everybody all over the world has their rituals and ancient, ancient traditional peoples. And I am English. I was born in the land of the Albion, Albion land, island. And I am English and I love being English and I love my land. My land to me is holy. Now, you don't use those words much these days, you know, we, we just don't like the people involved. But you know what? The people who are involved are connected whether they like it or not. And I like being part of this old land. The land of stone circles, the land of the Celts, the land of the Picts, the land of the Britons, the Vikings, the Normans, all the invaders. They were, I mean, they're all welcome. <laughs> well, once they stopped murdering, slaughtering, raping and pillaging. But hey, anybody who loves this land is very welcome. And that's how I often feel about immigration. And if you love your country, who cares where you were born? Your spirit, your soul home actually trumps that. Um, I lived in South Africa for many years. I never liked it, okay? I never felt home there. It wasn't my place. And you can say, oh, well, part of the world, part of the global com um, community. Nah, sorry, I understand England. This land has its tides and its rhythms. I understand it and it feels in my blood. Whereas South Africa to me was alien. <laughs> beautiful don't get me wrong it's a stunning country but absolutely stunning but might have been the moon as far as I was concerned so yeah the land I'm looking out across my land and it's mine it's ours anybody who loves it is welcome here and it pulses it has its rhythms it has its moods <laughs> and it's beautiful and it will balance for balance the best it can so no matter what we do to it it will try and balance itself up and I don't believe that humans can affect it that much if human affect it it will go to recreate uh, recorrect uh, just paying attention to driving as usual there we go um, so yes the, the land will suffer humans for a reason what that reason is, well, you can speculate, can't really tell for sure, but why would you suffer, uh, I don't know, something on your body? Why would you suffer a, a growth or an itch or a scratch because it uh, either amuses you or you haven't noticed it yet? It's like, okay. But England is alive and the collective unconsciousness is also alive and part of us and the connections these these things are not spoken you're not going to find them in your, your mainstream media and stuff but 
we are all connected. And it's stupid behaviour when people are trying to say, oh, well, that lot of that class of people doesn't deserve to live because they're breeders and useless eaters. I get cross at that. I, I, it hurts. Because there is nobody that is born here or loves it here that is not meant to be here and is part of the collective. And so I'm, I feel I'm pushing against the tide. I can't say, ah, fuck off people, you don't exist. You don't matter in my life. They all matter, right? There is no such thing as a useless breeder or a, a, a useless mouth to feed. The land supports us all. And if we are cutting off through discrimination, through, through bullshit, it really is just bullshit. It's connecting out to everybody. And you don't connect, you don't disconnect to them if they are suffering and uncomfortable. You reach out, but there's an awful lot of people that are stuck and suffering, and they see lots of suffering going on and they can't help them. And I get that. I get the soul weariness. I used to be an acupuncturist, I used to be a massage therapist, I used to be a healer, and I couldn't cope anymore because there was just too many people out there trying to be healed, but they wanted someone magic wand or a magic pill to make it all better. Did I give up on them? I think I did. But I don't have the tools to help them. I couldn't help myself. This is where, look after yourself. I learned the hard way. You have to look after yourself first and foremost. As a stewardess, now stewardess, once upon a time, I flew for AUK Leisure out of Stansted a long time ago. Um, we used to be trained that if the rubber jungle falls down, and the gas masks, not the, ga the oxygen masks, if they fall down, um, it means that there's a leak in the plane and basically you need to put your masks on. And we were trained all of the emergency training. And mothers had to put their masks on first before the child. You had to put yours on first to help everybody else. And that's, I think, <laughs> it's quite a, an old story, but it's like, you've got to help yourself. You've got to make sure yourself is strong before you can help others. And this is me trying to get myself strong enough because I will not give up on anyone. In fact, that's probably been a real big major problem. They show potential, show willing. They want to change. They want to heal themselves. Can't walk away from that. You, you, you show them the right direction. You keep trying. Um, stop eating sugar. <laughs> Drink more water. <laughs> Whatever it is. And they, people say, oh, I've tried everything. And I do understand. I really do. When, when you are at your wit's end, when nobody can help you, what do you reach out for? Who do you reach out for? And I, I've said the same thing, but I don't get heard. You know, I, I, I've always said, you know, go within. Because you're not. If you have found nothing without, then guess what? Your only answers lie within. But well, the land itself will speak to you if you let it. Go out in nature. Go and lie on the grass. I don't know. Maybe people can't hear it anymore. Maybe I can help them hear it. I don't know. But I've got to try something. You've got to keep reaching out. You've got to keep being a bridge. 
nobody is lost forever. It's it's soul killing to think that we're all, um, you know, uh, expendable. That we are worthless. That our society has no worth for us. Um, if you're not a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, or a key worker, or anything like that, you are a waste of space. And I hate that. Your very being is not dedicated to what you are worth, what money you could bring in. <laughs> that's obscure. That, that's so perverted. You are a fundamental key in the network that is this country your country. Um, I get that this could go out global. So yeah, if you are an American, you are, and you love your country, there is a deep love for it. Then that is your country. And nobody can tell you otherwise. And it's up to you to make the connection. Because nobody can do it for you. And an awful lot of time people are seeking health from people that are monsters. Absolute monsters out there that I read and I don't know if it's true. All I do know is that I am seriously never ever going to look for health <laughs> from these people. I will go to the land. I will go within. I will find my own medicines. So, Beltane. I will probably do little videos of what we do to tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to going away and I'm going I'm going to wear my fancy cloak. <laughs> so there's a certain amount of ritual. I'm a grey, I'm a grey walker. I walk between light and darkness. I am the grey, the grey Sith. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm going to enjoy my ritual of Beltane because it's important to me and it brings me health and it brings me grounding and it brings me balance and even if it brings me a fraction of what I want or what I need then that is enough it just keeps me going so happy Beltane and I love you lots and please 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 take care of yourselves put your mask on yourself create yourself and then look after others because we can't not look after others it would be so easy to just disconnect and walk away but uh, for, for many it's easy for me it's impossible so I love you lots take care of yourselves and each other's bye now thank you for listening to my podcast I hope you enjoyed it this is Sylvanus at Weaves of Waves and I hope I weaved for you some hope some empowerment and if nothing else I made you smile Take care of yourselves and each other. Love you lots. Bye now.